0: This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor. And welcome to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here today speaking to you about your life, your money, and your investments. And as always, we are coming to you from the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world, Jerusalem, Israel. Yes, this is going to be a very spiritual program, and you're going to find out why. It's going to be the anti-spiritual program, because I don't believe in spirituality, but we're still the spiritual capital of the world here in Jerusalem. That's another discussion. (laughs) And as always, if you've got to contact me, send me an email at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com, www.aaronkatzman.com. Now that we got all that out of the way, okay, I'm fired up. You know why? I've got to get something off of my chest. You hear this? That's my chest. I work out, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that was my chest. I was pounding my chest. You probably can't even hear it. But, you know, I am furious. You know why I'm furious? Because I'm sick and tired of listening to people complain and whine about their financial situation. They just whine. You go into Facebook groups, financial Facebook groups, and then people say, oh, I, you know, I can't even afford to buy a house. It's not fair. And some of them that they, that they whine, but they try to bring down other people. Okay, I'm sick of it. You know why? Because people earn what they have. And if you're not willing to work and not willing to do anything, then don't complain about it. You're not entitled to diddly squat. Okay. As Chuck Knox, former CX coach, used to say, you're play the hand you're dealt. This whole show is gonna be about cliches. No, it isn't. But the fact of the matter is, suck it up. You know, I've said this so many times before. When I first came to Israel, I was in between jobs. You know what? I had to pay my own way. I wasn't getting any help from mom or dad, right? And I didn't have a job. And you know what? I had to pay the rent and I had to eat. Couldn't only steal my roommate's food. We used to do that. We didn't steal his food, but you know what? Me and another guy in the apartment, we were like four guys. And two of them worked at a certain point, Two of us didn't work. And it came point in time where if it was in the fridge and it wasn't locked down, Me and the other unemployed guy, we would sort of take it. So one of the roommates thought, well, I'm going to be smart. You know what I'm going to do? Because I want to have something to drink when I come home from work. I am going to buy diet grapefruit juice. Because you know what? Nobody in their right mind will drink diet grapefruit juice. And you know what? Me and the other guy, the unemployed, we're the the unemployed duo. We drank it. (laughs) You can't keep anything from us. If it, you know. Like I said, if it's not locked, we drink it. But you know what? So I was unemployed for a little bit of time, but I had to pay the rent. And I really did have to eat because there's no calories in diet grapefruit juice. So you know what I did? I cleaned toilets. I cleaned people's houses. I don't know what I did. I did what I ever had to do because I had to make money, but it didn't see me whining and complaining. It's not fair. Nobody will hire me. I don't have a job. I can't pay the rent. Life isn't fair. Now suck it up and get on with it and try and do something with your life. You know, it's hard, but complaining doesn't change anything. Complaining on a Facebook group doesn't get you a job. Doesn't have it doesn't help you pay the electric bill. Great, com- congratulations. You complained, and now the whole universe of social media knows that you're a whiner. Has that solved your problem? No. There's no magical potion needed to achieve financial security. What you do need to do is make smart financial decisions. So I want to start off with something very inspirational. I sat literally a few hours ago before my live broadcast (laughs) on the Aaron Katzman radio network. That's my own network. It's me, myself, and I. I met with this lady who came... She was actually from the Holocaust survivors. And she was telling me that her parents... She's probably in her 60s. When her parents ran, they came to Israel um, during World War II, escaping the Nazis. And she said her parents had nothing. There were days where you know, she, literally, she had no bread even, and she told me when she used to go out with her friends and they would want to buy ice cream, her mother would tell her, I just don't have any money for ice cream. And she would make up these stories like, you know, the cold, when I had the cold ice cream, it would make me, you know, give me a stomach ache and I would vomit so I can't share, I can't, you know, I can't buy ice cream with you. All these stories, that didn't have anything. But she said what it did do is reinforced her that she she promised herself she's never going to be in that situation where she can't put bread on the table. She's going to work her rear end off. To make sure that she can have a house and she can live life financially on her own terms. And whatever it takes. So she, her her husband is an urban planner and she is a tutor. But she's like tutors like 100 kids a week. She's like unbelievable. Because she said, even at her age, she's in her mid-60s because I don't have to work anymore. But it's on my own terms. I was always, I promised myself and I was always taught that you don't take anything from anybody. Yes, yeah, so I put some money into the system for Social Security Or the Israeli equivalent, but I'm not going to rely on that. I don't rely on anybody but myself. And I thought that was like so inspirational. I told her when I'm going to write my next book, I'm interviewing her. So now that I put that out in the public sphere, I have no choice but I've got to interview her. But you know what? Good for her because I said to her, I told her my story about cleaning the toilets. You got to do what you got to do, and whining and complaining and saying, you know what? I'm entitled to that. No, you're not entitled to anything. You're listening to The Aaron Katzman Show. I am here to speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. As always, if you've got any questions or comments or you disagree with me and you believe you are entitled to something, why don't you shoot me an email at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com, www.aaronkatzman.com. So... What are we talking about? We're talking about people stopping complaining and stopping, stop whining, stop complaining and start saving. Okay? You need a car. I get this all the time. Okay? You make $50,000 a year, you're married, you got a bunch of kids. Okay? Now all your friends are going to tell you, i yeah, buy a new minivan. You got to buy a new minivan. It's the style, you know, it'll be great. You'll have it forever. Just borrow money and pay for a minivan. You know, they'll have space. They won't be on top of you. They'll all have screens, you know. And they'll, they'll be quiet. We gotta buy it new. Sounds a great idea, right? Wrong. Hello, if you make $50,000 a year and you gotta pay taxes and you gotta eat, how, come, how are you gonna be able to spend thirty dollars or $35,000 on a brand new car? Think about that. You can give all the reasons in the world why it's great. You know what? And it'll hold up in value because there's a demand for minivans, blah, 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 blah. You know what? If you can't afford it for crying out loud, don't buy it. I'm going to say it again. If you can't afford it, don't buy it. Not complicated. Okay? That should be like summing up That should be your. If you take anything from this show, from this podcast, that's it. If you can't afford it, don't buy it. Don't make all kinds of convoluted reasons and convince yourself. Yeah, I should borrow money for it. No. How many people got rich taking on consumer debt? Can you name me people? (laughs) They took on credit card debt today because they did it. They're worth a hundred million dollars. But I'll tell you, a bunch of people took a lot of credit card debt. Now they're in the poor house, okay? And they're also in the doghouse because it wrecked their marriages. They're never going to pay back the money. They're bankrupt. Yeah, hell of a solution. Listen to your friends. You know what? Your friends are probably broke also. That's why they're giving you such bad advice because they want you to be like them. How spoiled are we as a society that we become when we think that we're entitled to everything we want? And if we won't get it from the government, right? they're not going to give it to us this time, so Visa and MasterCard will give it to us. I'm not a big historian, but Calvin Coolidge, remember him? He was like a U.S. president or something. (laughs) He said, There is no dignity quite so impressive and no one independence quite so important as living within your means. For some reason, as a society, we've lost what... President Coolidge thought was like the biggest, um, you know, quality that we can have living within your means. 100 years ago, it was the biggest thing. What the heck happened? Why is living without your means? Why has that become like a dirty word? Oh, you're, a, you're an idiot. Borrow money. You know, when it gets really bad, newlyweds. I met, I think over the last three weeks, I've canceled newlyweds. And they can it's the same thing. It's like, I should just record one meeting and then just play it they should come in sit in my conference room i'll give them tea or coffee and just hit play and i can sit here and play candy crush on my computer because i go through this all the time it's like a broken record i meet with newlyweds and they start telling me all the things they need hello (laughs) you don't need anything right you need to eat that's about it you need to pay your utility bills but if you're both studying and parental support like accounts for 80 to 100% of your monthly income. You don't need anything. You need to finish school and work and get a job and start paying for your own way, right? What do you need when mom and dad are so graciously helping you out? You have, as they say, the chutzpah to need something. You don't need anything. In fact, you don't need bottled water, you can drink tap water. Okay, I don't care if there's lead in it. So if there, you know, there would be lead in it, there'll be whatever. At least you don't have to get the lead from other food. You can save money that way. Okay, you have nothing, so you need nothing. Can you get that through your little skull? I know I'm rude, okay? I'm just furious. I sit day after day with these inane meetings, either with these newlyweds or with people who should know a lot better Right, because they want to take debt, because they don't make enough money to buy a new minivan, so they want to put themselves into debt for the next 20 years. Okay, I'm getting sick of it. (laughs) I'm not going to schedule any more of these meetings. I'm telling you now. That's it. I have to draw the line. I'm kidding, okay? But if you're newly married and you work, sit down and discuss your financial goals and create a plan to achieve them, as opposed to spending every single last penny on entertainment, furniture, and buying a car. Just don't do it. You know, I do, there is room for me to be hopeful. I sat with somebody today, and I sat with somebody last week, both the newlyweds. One of them, at least, is saving money. Their parents are supporting them by part of the way, but they're saving money. So that's good. At least they're saving what their parents are giving them towards some goal in the future whether it's an apartment or whatever but at least they want to invest the money and put it away that's to be commendable okay somebody else today said no we don't even want to buy an apartment we don't have a car we like live on nothing and we're in school we still make some money and we're planning on putting it all away so that in seven years or so we'll be able to buy an apartment we'll make a down payment for an apartment i'm like i stood up and i shook their hands because you know what i said you know what you're like the third person in the last Ten years to come in here to this office and tell me something like that. So I said, there is hope, I guess. You know, a recent survey of 700 high net worth individuals by US Trust showed that they all have a lot of common vis-a-vis their financial management. It's important to plan for the long term, even at the expense of current pleasures. Over 80% of these high net worth investors said investing in the long term goals is more important than funding current wants and needs. Okay, and they're high net worth individuals. High net worth means they have more than $1.50 in the bank. I'm joking. They have millions of dollars in the bank, right? You have to pay yourself first. You have to save. These are all priorities, okay? cynic said, well, it's not fair. Wealthy people have a, you know, wealthy people, they, they inherited it or they were given it to it, right? They grew up rich and are used to different standard of living than most of us. So this is irrelevant. You know what? No, it ain't. You know why? Because more than 90% of millionaires today are self-made. They're just like you. They're just like I. And you know what? They didn't say they were entitled. They didn't whine. They didn't complain. They did something about their situation, and they bettered their situation financially. And if you take anything out of this today's show, that's what it is. (sighs) got that off my chest. You're listening to the Aaron Katzman Show. I am speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. As always, if you've got anything to say, if you want to put me back in my place after I got that anger off my chest, feel free to send me an email at Aaron A-A-R-O-N at LighthouseCapital.co.il. That's Aaron at LighthouseCapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.AaronKatzman.com. www.AaronKatzman.com. We'll see you soon.